So we're live, we're live. Okay, what's up, guys? So this is Louis Styles. I want to invite you guys to my first podcast, my very, very first po podcast. Uh, we're gonna be talking about music. After all, music DJs, producers, songwriters, artists, etc. Well, further ado. So let me introduce you guys to my very first guest, the one and only, the Chingon de Chingones, <laughs> yeah. DJ Jambi. What's up, Jambi? Hey, what's up, brother? All right, so Jambi has been. I've known John before, for quite a while. Honestly. I think I think since high school, bro. Uh, yeah, since high school. Yeah, man. And uh, we've been DJing. Well, not together, but we kind of started together, and yeah. then I paused, and then you. And then just, I I yeah, went, yeah, and you then just went at it, dude. It's like, ooh. <laughs> and I wish, I, man. But <laughs> no, you did it. And then I came back, and then guess what? Now we're both uh, Latinx ninety four point three. Resident DJs. Yeah, like, man, I, I, it's great. Who would have thought? Yeah, huh? Who would have thought? I, that? I think that was one of our, our um, I guess, our dreams since the beginning. Because you know, I, I think uh, we were listening to all these local radio DJs and stuff, and we were always like, man, like we would, we would even like Jay Smooth, Johnny Cage, Javi. Uh, you were really with a uh, uh, slow motion, bro. slow motion, rest slow in motion, peace, man. Peace, yeah, man. Um, but I think we will always look up to these local DJs, and I guess now that it's our turn, it's it, we're just very excited. And, uh, well, yeah, man. I mean, thanks for bringing me in here, by the way. Bro. Oh, yeah, no problem. You know, you're <laughs> my my special guest. And <laughs> yeah, talk, talking about those old times, John Beat, uh, what do you think about the clubs right now, man? We don't have a club in El Paso. Oh, by the way, we're a, it's a local, well, not a local podcast, but we're trying to stay locally. Uh, to on, promote. To promote. To help guess, promote, yeah. help artists, help DJs and everything. Uh, we're from El Paso, Texas. So we don't got clubs. <laughs> yeah, <Just like> <laughs> I, I think it's weird, man. I think when I uh, I started playing at nightclubs when I was sixteen, dude. Um, and Check I remember this out. sixteen years old and already a nightclub. Yeah, dude. It was. Uh, I'm 27 now. Uh, I'm. I've been on the nightlife for a while, but um, I mean, I do remember, man. I guess like in back in like 2011, 2010, like I, the nightlife was so much different, and even like till right now. Um, I guess we went to like you know we it was all about dancing in the club and I, I mean I remember there used to be dance floors and I guess like right now you just go to the bar and you just there's just I don't know you just stand in there and twerk <laughs> I don't know <laughs> I don't know how to say it, but I guess that's what it is right yeah. I, I don't know I, when I was 13 to 14 years old I went to this club in downtown El Paso it was called I don't know if it was called Rico's Rico's. Or some, something like that. Rico's. Yeah, probably. Rico's yeah. or... I don't know, dude. Or I, Rico's. I, never, I heard something like that, but I never I never went to and, it. And it would get down, bro. It, it was a two-stage yeah. club. It was an underground and a, and a up floor. Yeah. So the up floor was hip-hop, reggaeton, all that yeah. nice. And then the bottom was always house, electro. And yeah. you know what? It was a time when, when uh, Satisfaction by Benny Benassi came out. Yeah, it was. I think that was uh, 2005. 2005? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was bumping, and I mean, it would get packed, and it wasn't. It was eighteen and under. Yeah, yeah. So we grew up on that, and then we we had Juarez too. Juarez is a border town of El Paso, and then they had all these fancy clubs like Vertigos, uh, Sphinge. And you know what's crazy, man? I never got to uh, see that or enjoy Me that. Neither. And I guess I mean I'm 27. I guess like everybody right now that they're in their forties, they will always bring it up. They're like, hey. Uh, Oh man, Juarez, you know, like all if those. If you guys would have party at yeah, Juarez, yeah, I don't like, know, I, yeah, I wish that would have. But I mean, I, I never went to, I never saw that. But I guess, like, I mean, everybody has different generations, and and you see all these DJs like right now that they're like, man, you guys don't know how it is. What well, back in the days, and then I guess like our generation is kind of like, 
when we like you know that we're like turntables like we 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 love turntables and now is a controller it's like a for those who like don't know too much about like like dj stuff it's just like the real turntables and now it's like now they make like i guess like plastic toys or whatever they you can just plug them into your computer which there's nothing wrong with it but what i'm trying to say is like we grew up differently and now that we see the change we're just like you know the, i don't know the web the way i think about it is that we we as djs and they say we because i want to include myself i want to include you i want to include all djs because we're still in it true, true. we are uh we are losing a lot of dj culture I think yeah. I see. See back then, it's like like that time that that we went with Louis Ludini. Remember that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. he said it was easier for me to bring my record case than yeah. my computer. Yeah, because he's, he's old school. But but you know, but this is also another thing, man. We also have to understand the fact that we are the new generation. Like, there's always something new, and we're not gonna be stuck in that old era. Like like oh like the music I'm gonna be playing. It's only like I only play this because this is cool because the new music's trash. Like no, you have to like go to the newest and keep in trend because like if you're just stuck in that, you're gonna be long gone. Like as soon as you <laughs> do that, yeah, you're gonna be long gone. But I mean, I dude, I still like to play the old stuff because man, I was like, man, this is what what made me a DJ or yeah. this is what inspired me. I will hear this local DJ play it, like Jay Smooth or Slow Motion or Javi or all these DJs. I'll be like, man, and then you know I got inspired by that, and then it was just kind of like. Um, now I, I throw those, I, I throw them, but now it's kind of like, man, like this, this 21 years old, don't know what that is. Yeah. Cause we're seven, we're six years apart. So, you know, it's just having to understand, you know, or, but we always have to keep up to date. Um, I mean, that, that's a hard pill to swallow, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nosotros that we're from, uh, from the old, well, not the old, old school, cause we're not that old either. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're trying to like, trying to keep that culture. See that happen? I think we're the last ones, though. It could be. I yeah. think we're the last ones because after our generation, we're like te techniques. Yeah, techniques. We're like, ah, oh. all oh, the pioneers are out. Now we want techniques. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, maybe that's what it is because we saw the old, the old, or old generation and we're how we look up to them. And I mean, I guess like the new generation, like they're just I don't know. I don't. Who do they? Who do they look up to? Bro? <laughs> like hey. who do they? Who do they want to? Well, I don't know, man. If 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 this podcast mix show slash whatever you want to call it goes further, I mean. I'm gonna end up interviewing some of those kids, and then I'll I'll see who they're look, looking True. up to. Because because so. we don't we don't know. I mean, I tell dude, even one time, like even like uh, Jay Smooth, Bobby Humphrey. We were with Bobby, we DJ with Humphrey. Bobby Humphrey last week, and shout then I was like, Bobby Humphrey. Shout out to this guy, super cool guy. Um, and I told him, Hey, carnal, te dejas caer. You know, like a yeah. Mexican, because like, because he's Mexican, we are Mexican, but he's going to the in the Juarez side or whatever. But I was like, man, I looked up to you, and and it's I don't know, dude. I think I think. Uh, I always look up to something, but but that was the beauty of it. Like being looking up to someone and then later be on stage with that same person. Well, I well, guess Well see that that's where that's where I come from that probably new DJs are losing the, the culture because like you you were humble enough to go to Bobby Humphrey and let him know, hey, I yeah. looked up to you and this and that and you're cool and and then other DJs won't they won't do that. They will they will do a They will keep the pride. Yeah, they will keep the pride and then at the end you find out they're charging a hundred dollars. $100 a night. Yeah. A night. So, I mean, yeah. So, for many of you guys that are probably listening to this, because a lot of people ask me, hey, man, so how much do you, do you get paid to DJ? Because for those who don't know, I also work in the medical field. I have another job. And before I did that, I, I was a DJ pretty much all my life. That's what made me go through college. But one of the things that I kind of like, <clears throat> like, um, 
uh, for those that's like really like a lot of people think we get paid a lot and then a lot of people think it's not a real job but i'm gonna be honest here in el paso how much does a dj get paid because i think this is a question that everybody asks themselves and i think it's something that but but see uh how can how can you answer this well, one because it it, it varies it, it really depends yeah it depends how much the owner likes you true okay so basically what i've seen it's almost a 200 deal pretty much I, th I think it's, it's like a, like a, a 200 it's like a flat yeah but yeah and then if you, if you do a, if you're a good dj and that i mean you can go higher true and then uh if you're just like those guys that i don't know if they do really want to be djs or they yeah. just want the clout and they'll do 100 bucks yeah i think it also depends on the on how much you're valued at you know what i'm saying um i the, and i'm not gonna like i'm, I'm gonna be honest dude i think the most i made one night was like 650 bucks in one night And one, I think that's the most I ever made. And that's here in El Paso. Here for in El Paso, it's a lot of money. But you also have to consider that it was a big event, that there was a, it was just kind of like a lot, there was a lot of factors in, in there. But at the same time, like there's nights where I only went out with like 50 bucks, dude. Damn. So, I mean, and then, and it's kind of like, man, well, I don't have a gig. Like, I don't know where to play. And it's kind of like, well, dude, like I need money, like, you know? And at the same time, like, it was like, I would just do any gig but at the same time it wasn't because I asked for that money I was expecting I would I even play for free too I can get my spot and the owners will be like and your yeah. value your value yeah yeah I was like all right this guy's all right or nah this guy <laughs> sucks all right. he's all right <laughs> jump it's all right and then, and then there will be days where they would just be like nah dude you know what I'm not gonna like uh we we didn't last night it went didn't go too well so here you go man 50 bucks and I think that's the lowest I ever paid and um, you know that there's been times that we don't even get paid yeah we don't even get yeah paid. because and Um, I mean, but for, there you go, non-paid, all the way to 650 bucks from my experience, and then, or and then imagine, dude, I was DJing Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. So if you add up that up, like it's actually you, I will be making easily more than a grand in a week, and that's I think that's pretty good money. But yeah, that's a pretty good money in El Paso. So, it is in El Paso. It is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude. I mean, it's kind of weird. Like we we sometimes when we don't get paid. We don't even like see we go back to culture we yeah. don't even feel it like it like oh man um we, we're not grumpy about it we're like yeah. i'm not getting paid because we love this yeah true true we, man. we love this and and since we love it we we do we we don't care if we do it for free yeah so same thing with uh whenever we try to do like guest shows like you know like sometimes they're like uh even for radio shows like whenever they invite me to our radio local shows um They would be like, hey, John, you want to come and drop a set? I wasn't going to be there like, hey, well, how much are you? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, for me, it's a pleasure. If they're offering me the spot, dude, man, thank you guys for hitting me up. I, just like you, man. Like, yeah. hey, dude, of course, man. You know, I think just being that type of like you, if, if they're looking like they look at you, it's for a reason. And, you, you know, but I know some DJs, bro. Oh, my God. Yeah. And we know those DJs yeah, that, we know that as are. soon as like you. Which, you know, like, I mean, you on, can't dude. even mention their name because they want to charge you. Yeah, like, come <laughs> on. Like, it's cool. I mean, I get it. You know, I mean, they some of them earn their name. But um, I mean, I think you have to always, you know, just uh, um, if they're calling you or something like, dude, this because they you must be doing something right. And you have to take advantage of that because yeah. you don't know what what that uh, call is going to end up at. Yeah. If, if you know what I'm saying, like True. you got a call where you may be don't want to go to that club because it's either ratchet or not your style style <clears throat> sorry or whatever but that that night they see you and then you end up in somewhere where you really exactly like. so now that you bring that up let me tell you something that happened a while ago man when i started djing 
right? Uh, I guess at Union Plaza. But before, Union Plaza was kind of like popular. And I started teaching there almost towards the end. But I remember like it, uh, Union Plaza was... So it was supposed to be, I guess, classy or whatever. Like, I guess classy will go there. But I was DJ. I started DJing at the Ratchet Club. And when I say <laughs> Ratchet, dude, oh, my God, dude, like Ratchet. But I'm going to tell you something, man. I learned how to play hip hop. It, it used to be Club Chaos. Okay. Man, I'm going to tell you something. It was it was a crazy experience because I guess it was the one of the my biggest clubs I ever played at. And for me, being part in Union Plaza for me was a huge deal. And I guess at the time I was like 18. I was at 16, but at 18, it was like my official residency in Union yeah, Plaza. You, so, were, you were very young. Yeah, dude. So me playing there, uh, and I remember do Ratchet, and then I remember there was a lot of fl- uh, a lot of fights. And, and I remember, like, it was, it was a lot of, it was a black culture there. It was hip-hop. And it was all there was, like, like black people. And I, for me, dude, like, learning hip-hop made me just play some more. But I will see the, the DJs next door, like the Garden, Plum. These, these nightclubs were, like... Where the uh, good DJs like Esteban Carrasco, now he's playing Las Vegas. Now he's Esto Vega or something like that. I don't know. But like Johnny Cage was at the Plum. And I was like, man, I wish I could be playing with them. Or I wish I could be like that. But they're like, you know, like it was just kind of like, <laughs> I would take it like a sneak peek. like, man, like I want to be there, you know? But at the same time, a lot of doors open for me just being there. You know, from there, I, there was a bunch of, I met so many owners from strip clubs, restaurants, owners, from everybody. And honestly, man, I'm grateful that I was there, even though I wasn't like DJing at the most popular spot, which was popular, but after the shooting. (laughs) (laughs) After the shooting. After the shooting. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, man, I mean, but yeah, bro. So, so let, let me ask you this. How old were you when you first decided that you wanted to be a DJ? Cause, <sighs> cause I know you come from a, like you're, you're very similar to me. We, we yeah. both come from a family that yeah. plays music. We're both yeah. drummers. We're yeah, both drummers. Yeah. My, my dad, my dad was a, my dad was actually a professional drummer and I was, I was, I was a drummer, but I'm going to be honest with you, dude. I know this one sounds freaking odd, dude. And I, I can't believe I'm going to, I'm going to say this cause people are going to be like, what? Like you're, you're saying that you give to most culture, <laughs> but you look up to this, like, but I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think in like in 2009, do you remember that DJ Blend? Like, yes. A, yeah. Yes. Sir. And I just remember, I just like look at the music. I was like, man, that Dirty Dutch was so cool back in the day, and like the just the music sounded so like dope because I had never heard those sounds, and I was like, that's so sick. And I remember, dude, this guy was like spinning on turntables. I was like, how's that music coming out from that? You know what I'm saying? So, anyways, man. So I, I just look up to it, and after that, I was like, man, I want to be like that. So then from there, I started looking it up and I was like, what are those techniques? What? And then I looked it up. It was like from 1970. How do you play those? How do you, how's that? How's their turntables working with that music? So I don't know. I just got into it. I just got, I got fascinated by the sounds. And then from there, dude, I just looked at more DJs and I was like, holy shit. Like there's so much more. Like there's uh, DJ AM. What's his name? AM. At that time, he was also like badass DJ Chucky. And then rest in peace, DJ AM. Yeah. But yeah, dude, I mean. It's crazy. I don't know. Like, I think that's the way I got into it. And then from there, I met you in high school. This guy was sitting in the front of the desk of me when I first met this guy. And I remember uh, I would be like, hey, what's up, bro? Like, you know, we were. We're, (laughs) Hey, don't come with this story again because, you know, it's not true. It's true, man. This this guy. Okay, let let him know. Let him know. This guy was kind of being aggressive, man. (laughs) You were being aggressive, bro. (laughs) Nah, this guy was being aggressive. I was like, hey, what's up, man? And then he looked around with those eyes like Like cocky or what? Yeah, cocky, roll his eyes. He's like, well, I actually have some brand new turntables. And there I was (laughs) trying to get my gear, whatever. But anyways, man, it's a long story short, man. Um, 
But yeah, dude, that's pretty much how that, I started. That's pretty, let me let me tell you how I become a DJ. So when I was, I want to say around 14, 13 years, by the, those times that I went to those clubs, um, I I just love music all around. Yeah. I mean, I like from playing drums to playing trumpet to playing guitar, bass. I'm not really good at them, but I do. I'm I'm kind of somewhat good at drums. Yeah. So I'm, I've always been into music, and then um, I started my own little mobile DJ. So I did that for a couple of years, and then it was kind of hard because people wouldn't take me serious because I was a 15-year-old <laughs> with big-ass speakers and you, lights. And, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, are you going to play some cumbias? in Because uh, you know, El Paso is a lot of cumbias. Yeah. Are you going to play Duranguense, Norteñas, and all that? And I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm going to be honest with you 100%. I've never played that. Yeah. I just went to Juarez and bought some mixes from the DJs from Juarez, and then I would play that. Cause from I, Tavo Vargas. Yeah, and, uh, Tavo Vargas <laughs> and Conner yeah, yeah, yeah. and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't good at Mexican music. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not that I couldn't mix it. It's just I didn't know the music. Same thing. Same thing with me, bro. So yeah. I was just like, why am I stressing over this? Yeah. So whenever it was time to play house, hip-hop, reggaeton, and all that stuff, I was I was, uh, I was live. <laughs> yeah. I was live. So then I got tired of... of uh, Picking up and cleaning up and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna try to get into clubs. Yeah. And that's how I... Yeah. Oh, man, but I... that, I mean, I don't want to sound like other other DJs, right? That were like, oh, back in the day, <laughs> back, it was better. But, man, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, I guess, I don't know. It changed a lot. And then after COVID, it even went worse. I mean, I don't know. I think... I think... Um, I, th I think change. Uh, life's changing. And I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a new era that even clubs are gonna get even better or... Or I don't know, because I'm a huge nightlife fan, dude. I love the nightlife. And, you know, I've done my brand 22 Ill, and I've done all that. So, yeah. you know, I'm a huge fan. I'm a huge fan of Vegas. Of, And i never been to Vegas, bro. Believe that. Wow. I just looked at videos, and, man, and, and I just get, get ideas, and I try to do them here at the clubs or, or at the bars, and I put in my brand together. But I never in my life been to Vegas, but I'm a huge fan of nightlife. I don't know why, dude. I, you I know, I, I've been two times to Vegas. I haven't, no, three, actually. But I haven't been to a club. Really? We should go. I'm down, dude. Me and you should go, go and then go straight to the club. To the good ones, bro. To the badass ones. Like the the ones that are... Yeah. We are should, dope. bro. We definitely should. I'm down. I mean, if you see it, it will be dope, bro. We will be a, a Las Vegas club virgin. Damn. Both of us. Let's go. Because, I mean, I've been there. I've been to yeah, Vegas. Yeah, I've never been to Vegas, man. And It, it is... Yeah, dope. it's an it's another world. Yeah, it's a, it's another world. But I've never been on on an actual club, and I, I I would love to be on a club. Yeah. So what do you say? I'm down, dude. I'm down. Um, All right. So uh, let me know let let me know a little bit more about Twenty Two Wheel. Oh yeah, man. So <clears throat> so a lot of people ask me. I don't know if you guys ever seen my brand Twenty Two Wheel. Um, I actually started my brand 22 ill when I was 22, I guess I would say. Um, a lot of people was like, what does 22 ill mean? And everybody asked me that. What does it mean? So um, actually, 22 ill doesn't have a really meaning to it. Um, it was just pretty much the, uh, the I created a logo that could look dope on everything. It could sound cool. And it's just marketing research or whatever. Yeah. And I put it all together. And I'm also a graphic designer. So I was there putting it together. But 22 ill means I was 22 at the time. And ill means illness, which is sick. Um, and that's why I put it together, man. And uh, and yeah, dude, that's how I made my brand. So because it's been popping, right? I mean, it did yeah, pop dude, it's it's been it's been going crazy. But you know, man, I mean, I'm, 
it there's always like a uh, like a like an up and down with any single company you know yeah. like you got your times where like boom like it goes hard and then and then boom you got your times where you know everybody goes goes through that but um as in right now man it's great and one of the things that i was i was telling uh, i was telling you man like um for me sell coming something from el paso to be selling in california and florida that brings me so much pride like and these, these my clothing has uh sold all over all over the nation and san antonio including san antonio so um and little parts of others but but i don't know where they're where they're exactly yeah, that. exactly where but like the little parts but for sure like the, my biggest uh are people from cali and florida so i mean that i mean california bro that's yeah cool. I mean, yeah dude L- la i bought some Cal- uh, LA. california is so rich on 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 fashion and yeah and modeling yeah. and all that and for, <laughs> and for your shirt i mean i'm not saying that no it's, no 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 yeah bad, i know what, right? you, I know what I you mean, mean yeah like for you for you to accomplish your shirts to get to california yeah bro, yeah i mean that's- but, but also another thing that that made 22 unique man was the way we made it like i mean 22 wouldn't have been with other people that that i was working with um it wasn't just me you know i had artists djs um people promoting it uh we, it was just kind of like it is started with like a crazy nightlife uh, there was a bar called fish like bar project <laughs> x kind of deal that what project x kind of deal <laughs> something like that and and i guess like people were rocking it and yeah dude it got it got so big man that there was actually a point where even the cops were kind of like investigating because it was just so crazy because uh, fish bar there was people coming out with shirts and people were just representing the brand but there, sometimes there was fights but it wasn't because of us all right yeah, it yeah. was because it just was because of the the big deal that 22 yeah. was bringing yeah yeah yeah. it was just like it was just so heavy and then the marketing was so good the 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 the, the video the graphics that we we're putting out was just so great it was we were getting packed dude all the time and that's crazy so man. cops were we were yeah so for those who have not seen 22 ill you guys should check it out at what is it www.22ill.com just 22 ill.com that's a 22 ill he has some merch in there. Yep. What else you got? Uh, actually, um, right now, dude, I'm currently working, and everybody's like, "Yo, uh, we bought your shirts," and you keep saying that you're gonna bring everything out. So I'm actually uh, having hoodies and joggers, and I'm actually working on a new shoe, man. Um, Damn, that's a shoe. actually Look at yeah, that. that's that's actually my or next step that I really wanna uh, release, and and um, I I think that's gonna complete my that's collection. <laughs> that's gonna complete tired. 22 collection. I, I so want, I want one of those shoes. Ah, most definitely, bro. I, I'm gonna get you one, uh, some for free, bro. Um, and then what was I gonna ask? You? I forgot. Um, shit, I forgot. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> you kind of blew me away with the with the shoes. Yeah. Um. Okay, so where where are you gonna be DJing or? So, oh, what's wait, up? Wait, don't go. I I, I remembered. What? Because like I mean, 22 wheel. Like it's been it's been a little bit on the down low, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's been up and down. Yeah. Like, dude, one month. I get like crazy and then, but I mean, that's every, cause, cause I don't know if I told you that, uh, uh, cause I mean, I don't know if you guys know, but I've been rocking with John Beat since high school and, uh, I rep his shirt. So every time I DJ and I have a nice 22 year shirt, I'll, I'll rep it. So this time I was at Cincinnati at Faded Barber, uh, Faded Barber. 
uh, <laughs> and uh, I was repping your shirt, and and yeah. I was getting uh, everywhere. Twenty two, hey John B, twenty two, like they recognize you. Yeah, through the yeah, shirt. yeah. That's what I wanted to tell. Yeah, you. That, I know yeah. it's not the right moment. <laughs> We're already almost no. in another. I know, and, and it, it was, and that's how I got. Like it, I was, that was my my slogan. I was like, man, John B, yo, John B, because it was just a huge following, man. It just blew up. I think it became like a little trend. Um, but, but yeah, dude, I mean, I mean, I'm still selling shirts, man. It's, it's still going out there and, and I don't know, man, I think, I think that, uh, I know a lot of people hit me up to ask me, Hey, how did you do it? Or how did you, where it would do that happening? I just think that you just have to come out with a thing with a, with a good idea at the right time, at the right moment with the right people. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, that's, that's how yeah. it works, man. I mean, I'm not going to be like, Oh no, it actually, it was all planned. I studied. I studied. No, 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 dude. Like it is just at the right time at the right moment. And you just have to come out with the right idea. I mean, one day you can be up here and one day you can be down here. Like yeah, I feel there's you. other huge trademarks that have been so up high. And then like, I'm going to put your example, like say blockbuster. Yeah, they were blockbuster. exactly. They were like the trend. That was the spot. And then they just, they just, you know what and I'm saying? They, they took all the fun away. Once they took Blockbuster off, they took all the fun away because you can't. Yeah. Like back then, you were like, "Oh, let's go get a movie and then uh, yeah. some popcorn and this and that." It was fun to even. Go even get the do movie. you remember the smell of the of the uh, of the movie of the Blockbuster? It had yeah. a smell to it. I mean, the one down the street, uh, the one here on uh, here on uh, on Mesa, yeah, Mesa and Sullivan Park. Yeah, dude, that was that was the one I used to go to. Yeah. No, but that was Hollywood. No, 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 no. There was another one up here, bro, by Thunderbird. 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 Oh, yeah, the one that the trash can. <laughs> yeah. People even went in there and st stole stuff from there, dude. Yeah. That, that was, was a, that was a, that was a that was crazy. Yeah, that's all passive, bro, you know? Yeah. Hey, free movies. <laughs> <laughs> free movies. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, anything else, John B? I think, I think that's it, man. Um, uh, once again, man, thank you for bringing me over. No, thank you for accepting my invitation. No, thanks, bro. Thanks, man. And, uh... Well, we're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you go. Jumpy's going to do a, a little mix for us. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, thank you, Jumpy, for being here. Uh, congratulations on 22 wheel. I know it's still growing, and it's going to hopefully, first thing God, it grows bigger and bigger. And hopefully, man. Are we going to see you in any clubs anytime soon? Uh, So right now, dude, I'm trying to... Since I have my jaw or whatever, yeah. but uh, other than that, man, I mean, um, I've been I've been getting hit it up from other clubs. But as soon as I do, man, you guys are gonna see it all over my social media. If, if there's a residency that I get, I'm gonna start posting and uh, I'm gonna try to do my thing. You know, you know what I would, you know what we do, you know what we do. Okay, because yeah, he just did a guest set for me on tequilas. Yeah, for all Paso, you know what tequilas is. Now it's reggaeton Thursday, so I mean, you got the Mexican music on Friday and Saturday, but. I mean, Thursdays, and and it's the only club right now. Actually. Yeah, it's the only club. So me and Luis Styles, we're changing. We are playing bangers. We we yeah, play everything. We huh? play everything. We're trying to. We, I mean, me and Jabi, we were like, hey, let's try to big bring the club back to life. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, yeah, I'm down. So I mean, the whole Latinx crew. And it, that's what I did at Fishbar. That was my whole vision, and that's the reason why everybody was going in there because it was it wasn't just like any other bar. Yeah, it was it Fish was, Bar, but we kept that word because why? Because because. Because they were gonna because go to bar. bar. <laughs> because people want to go to a bar, but we made it a club. But you know okay, what I'm saying? So it's Tequila's Bar now. It's Tequila's Bar. <laughs> <laughs> bro, that was bright, bro. Tequila's Bar. Tequila's Bar. It will blow up. Uh, so, yeah, so he did a he did a guest set for me at Tequila's. We had a blast. Uh, the whole Latinx uh, crew is trying to bring that club life back together and and just give something to El Paso. Something El Paso deserves something more than 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 this i mean i know bars are pretty dope they're they're cool they're chill and everything but 
guys, we we need a we need a party. We need a we need that. <laughs> we need to get fucked up. We need to get <laughs> fucked up, bro. <laughs> you guys need to experience. Yeah, you guys need a fucking party, not just. Go. I don't know, man. Every, it life. changes, bro. But hey, we, I mean, it is what it is, bro. I guess every generation is different, man. So yeah, well, yep. like I mean, you said, we're just gonna. Have to continue learning new stuff. Yeah, about them. <laughs> you, you see, you're like, like <laughs> all right, guys. So this was it. The podcast in the mix with Louis Styles with our guest uh, DJ Jambi. Thank you very much, Jambi. And now let's go to your mix. How about that? Yeah, man. I'm about to jump. I'm here about to jump in the turntables and uh, let's freaking let's go out loud. Yeah, dude. yeah. Let's go throw some throw some good bangers or something. Let's roll. Let's go. All right. Straight from El Paso, Texas. Rocking the decks is your boy, DJ John Beat. DJ John Beat. Everybody in the club go to work. I'm gonna rock to the beat till it hurt. Party people, get your hands up, get your hands up. Party people, get your hands up, get your hands up. Party people, get your hands up, get your hands up. Party people, get your hands up, get your hands up.
what a bitch needs. Trying to find the one that can fix me. I've been dodging death in the six feet. Amphetamine got my stomach feeling sickly. Never leave, never leave. Counting up this money, we ain't never sleep. Never sleep. You 
got V12, I got 12 V. Got bottles, got weed, got hat. I'm all the way Shorty, up. what you want? I got what you need. Shorty, what you want? I got what you need. Shorty, what you want? I got what you need. I'm all the way up. Off for new things, couldn't take it all, so I gave her um chain. She called me top shot, so yeah, I keep a few tings. Champion sound, yeah, I got a few rings, and I'm all the way up. And you can stay up. And if you ask anybody where I live, they point to the hills and say, Go all the way With the gold chains, Himalayan Birkin, cocaine, lit it up, pop, I hit him up, I'm talking color money, purple yin and blue germ, I got brown lira, I ain't talking about Ross, bitch, I'm that nigga going by Agri, that means I'm on the way up, and you can stay up. You are now listening to one of the hottest DJs in your city, DJ John B. From the bottom to the top of my lifestyle. Straight 
friends when I got my 50 on. Do the do say, but it turns a deli on. She got a man and he's stuck in the feds. Said he gon' kill me cause she up in my bed. We wear chains that are psyched and knocks. Only G7s when the flights are pumped. DJ John, DJ John Beat.